That was Callista with Tuesday, and that's off her album Beer for Breakfast. You can find it online. But let me tell you a little bit about Callista. She's new in studio. We met recently at Open Mic Night, the Barbed Wire Open Mic, and this is our next episode of the podcast. In studio is Callista. Hi, Callista. Hi. <laughs> Happy to have you here. I'm and uh, yeah, you uh, you you've been here for just such a brief amount of time, but you've and welcome to Power at the Past. What do you think of it so far? I think it's super cool. I love all the artwork <laughs> and the all the different like artists and stuff. It's a really I want to hang out here actually more. Like, like so far, right? You just you just walked in and you're like, where am I? And then you just start meeting all these people. Yeah, and... it's really cool. Definitely should check it out if uh, if you have the opportunity to. Yeah, I I love being able to be part of here. So we're here at Power at the Past. This is the BWOMS podcast. Uh, my name is Richie, and I'll be your host. As the project director for the Barbed Wire Open Mic, I've met so many amazing and interesting artists over the years, singers, songwriters, poets, writers, dreamers, thinkers, dancers, and one of the things I want to do on this podcast is just highlight a little bit of what they do. And so that's people here from El Paso, from the border, from the area, and people who travel through. After all, this is El Paso, right? And uh, we want to show them a good time here. And so Callista showed up one time, just very, you know cool hanging out at the bar was there a little early and I think it was uh, two hours early <laughs> that was super early <laughs> by the way in el paso you don't really need to do that because everyone shows up late i know now <laughs> <laughs> although our open mic kind of starts kind of early you know that's kind of one of the things if you're not there at eight you might not get to perform that's why I got there so early, actually, because when I was researching like open mics around the area, and that yeah. was one, that was the first one that came up, but that uh, I had heard, you know, talking to other people, and they were mm -hmm. like, you got to get there super early, yeah. otherwise you're not going to get a spot, and so I got mean, there super early. <laughs> or that mean guy running, it won't let you perform. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The mean guy. <laughs> I try really hard, especially like if, if, if people let me know that they're traveling, I'll try and, and hook them up with, with a good spot. Anyway, and then you just kind of like blew everyone away when you started like <laughs> performing and singing. Like, I think everyone just kind of stopped what they were doing. Like, some people had beer, like, what? And, like, their <laughs> jaws dropped. I usually have my eyes closed, especially like playing a place for the first time. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And it's just like, just get through the first song. Just get through the first song. <laughs> That's, you know, you could be, you'd be doing it for years and you'll still have that experience in a way. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Especially in a new place. So hopefully. I really enjoyed your performance. Obviously, that's why I had you come down to maybe share some of your songs. Yeah. And so before we continue, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
So I'm born and raised in uh, Lewistown, Montana. Montana. Yeah. It's, uh, so Lewistown is literally in the middle of the state. It's like uh, six, 5,000 people maybe. So it's pretty small, um, like little like ranch farm town. Um, yeah, so I grew up there and I've just done music forever. I started like theater and voice lessons when I was like 10, 11. Wow. And then when I was about 15, wow. I started gigging. Yeah. So started teaching myself guitar when I was 15 and... It's kind of been like an off and on thing, I guess, throughout my life. So I've sat in with a couple different bands um, throughout the past like three years and toured around Montana for about nine months um, okay. a couple years ago. I was just couch surfing and awesome. highway, <laughs> lots of highway. Uh, yeah, and then just kind of decided, um, I'd say like maybe July or August of this year, that I wasn't really doing too much to work towards my dream living mm -hmm. in, uh, I was in Livingston, Montana, and I love it there very much. It's very much my home, but I didn't need to be there anymore. So I'm just kind of exploring right now and seeing what I want to do and what I can do with my music. See, all right. Not all those who wander are lost, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> so sometimes you find yourself in interesting places and, uh, Great. And so you do have an album out already. It's called Beer for Breakfast. What a great title. What inspired that title? So <laughs> so I had um, I had all the recordings done and was trying to figure out what to call it. And a lot of the song content on it, um, you know, it has to do with me like drinking too much and like bad decisions that happened because I was drinking too much or like I was like depressed, probably because I was drinking too much. <laughs> Like, I was, like, 21 when I recorded it. So I was, like, 20, 21, 22 when I wrote the majority of those mm -hmm. songs. So I feel like it was, you know, pretty age-appropriate. <laughs> um, but the first, like, two or three people that I pitched, you know, that album title to, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to name this album Beer for Breakfast. And those first two or three people tell me that they think it was a horrible idea. So this will tell you a lot about my personality. Mm -hmm. They say, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think it suits your music. And I was like, okay, I'm going to name it Beer for Breakfast. <laughs> That's uh, it's great how it kind of works that way. Now, are these, I just kind of have to ask since you mentioned it, so would you say these are more like cautionary tales or or rather just kind of reflections of, of the time you've lived? Oh, I would say, um, I'd say combination. Okay. Yeah. Right. So like that song Tuesday that I played, like that's definitely like about a Tuesday night. And I mean, it is my reflection on it afterwards, but mm -hmm. it is like there's certain lyrics in it that are very detail oriented to um, clothes I was wearing or where I was at and what was going on, that okay. kind of stuff. So I think it's kind of a combination. Of, I can't, I can't of wait the, to listen to it all to, to you know, see how your songwriting style is. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your, your major driving force when starting to write music? Do you, does it start with maybe like a progression, doing some strumming, or do you hit, hit, see the lyrics first or like have something like floating around in your mind or heart that you want to share? So it definitely fluctuates with me. With okay. um, the Beer for Breakfast album, I was more uh, focused on lyrics and like trying to be a songwriter in that sense. And so a lot of those songs were, you know, started off as one line. Okay, I have this one line. How do I build off of that? Right okay. now, I'm um, trying to put the work in to be like a lead guitarist. I, I want to be a, a badass on the guitar. Okay. Um, so right now, my writing that I'm doing is... Um, 
I'll come up with a guitar riff and then kind of do chord structure and then from there I'll do the lyrics. So I just really try to be open to however it happens with songwriting because I find that when I try to control it too much, I don't get any sort of product at all. Or if I do, I think it's shit. <laughs> yeah. As with a lot of creative output, you know, it's it's, uh, it's you have to find the balance. There's a, there's a trick to it. Like sometimes you have something burning, raging inside you that you can't just get out yeah. sometimes and and sometimes you do. Yeah, there's a yeah. great, you know, TED Talks? Yeah, um, absolutely. Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. But she, mm-hmm. I think she has like two different TED Talks, but the first one that she did, I forget the name of it, but it's basically about um, like these ancient societies and how they would have the muse or the genius and uh, just kind okay. of how it was like integrated and how these, you know, different people would um, utilize that to their advantage. And mm-hmm. it's and it's basically the idea that like inspiration is going to do and like inspiration has to find you working. Mm. So you have to put your effort in. But sometimes like these things, ideas, whatever, like happen and whoa, that's great. I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to take it and run with it. It's a really cool talk. I, I love that. Yeah, you should check I, it out. I've always been fascinated historically or conceptually with the idea of the muse. You know, yeah. this, this inspiration, what, yeah. what drives us. Um, cool. So it's great hearing that. And, and in fact, speaking of that then, so you did start pretty early in music. Yeah. What, um, do you have like a specific instance of like where music hits you in a way that made you go, I want to do that? So I think that I've always wanted to like be a rock star. Okay. I don't think that I necessarily understood what that meant, though. For as long as I remember, I wanted to be a rock star. Right? You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Um, But honestly, I think it's probably has been in the last year that I really um, just really felt okay with wanting to be a professional musician. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of it, I just turned 27. So, you know, being in my 20s and like trying to like figure out um, what are you doing? And like, I'm seeing all of my classmates that I graduated with and they're Mm -hmm. getting married and they're having babies and they have Mm -hmm. a college degree, which I don't have and all of these things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I felt this pressure that like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing in order to be successful and happy. And this last year, it just like hit me. I was like, that's not necessary at all because I don't like nine to five because I've done it and I don't like, (laughs) you know yeah all right so I would I mean honestly I would say like now like most recently is when it's like that's where like now I just have that drive and it's got it's it's that feeling of um even if I fall on my face I'd rather do that than wake up in 10 20 years and wonder what if oh that's exactly and that's a question you know um we have the beauty of of in language being able to record everyone's thoughts and and uh dreams and regrets and you know one of the posts that i often come across is people on their deaths deathbeds one of the things they regret the most is that question what if you know they had that one thing that they didn't pursue so um i think it's beautiful to be able to do that um When did you decide to to pursue music full-time, or did you always do that? So I've kind of, like, dabbled in it on and off. Um, So it's 2012, so five years ago, and I moved back up to Montana from living in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Okay. And uh, that was kind of a—it was a very necessary—I just wasn't mentally healthy at all, and so I needed to, like, just be back home, like, with my family and my parents. 
So when I was up there and then it was like, well, like, shit, what am I going to do? Hmm. I met this awesome, awesome musician. Dan Dubuque is his name. Nice. And uh, he's been touring around Montana constantly for years, years, such a long time. So I meet Dan and, you know, have that realization that like, oh, I can do this. Um, so I toured around Montana for about nine months and I really enjoyed it a lot, but I was a solo musician. And so I was alone all the time. And I was having all of these experiences, positive and negative, but I had mm-hmm. no one to share them with and no one understood because they, cause again, you know, being the age that I was and all of my friends are going to school. And so they can't really even yeah. like fathom what I'm going on or what's going on, um, in my life. So kind of that, um, and then I, I lost track of your question. <laughs> I got so caught up. Sometimes we, we find ourselves more, more in the answer than the question, than we would ever in the question. So maybe that was just meant to be. Yeah. Maybe that's helpful to somebody. <laughs> To me right now. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. P.S. By the way, yes, I, I'm a terrible host. I forgot to introduce our, our, our co host, our, our guest on the show. Diana is in the house. What's up, Diana? Hello. How are you living? <laughs> Good. Kicking nice. back, checking out. She's a talent to be reckoned with. So just, Thank you. you know, some of that just hit you right now. Like yeah. her, her yeah, discussion. Because I mean, um, honestly, what I'm going through right now is kind of like the same thing. Like all of my. Uh, people right now people in my age they're having kids you know Mm. they're doing all these things and I'm just looking at everybody building their family and having like all these things and I'm just like yeah you know sometimes I think like school is not the right way although I'm going to um I'm I'm going to music I'm going to school for music Mm -hmm. um I feel like Sometimes I just need to be a little bit more free about it and be into it. Like yeah. just, just mm-hmm. go for it. Just jump into it. It's so scary. It's like scary. that's like it's, it's like really scary. it's one of the most terrifying things ever. I have this um, my you know like I would <laughs> just I love sticky notes so much. I love sticky yeah. notes, and uh, so I would have like sticky notes all over my apartment with like reminders like don't forget you have lunch with so and so at three on what or just like that kind of stuff. But then I started writing like quotes and stuff on it and my favorite one um that just kind of came to me one day and it was like fuck your fear like who that's what i'm experiencing yeah it's just like everybody has it yeah who cares like everybody's scared of something like you look that fear in the eye and you say go away get out of my (laughs) face yeah (laughs) it'd be bigger than your fear i'm getting inspired by her yeah it's, Girls rule. You know, Girl power. This, and this this <laughs> yeah. totally wasn't planned. And this is the best kind of best part, you know, about about following yeah, that kind of freedom is is the kind of things that happen in in that sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I met. I mean, it's just cool the kinds of people that I meet. Just and not just me, but just anyone in general. I think if you just yeah. go, okay, like for whatever reason, I got so I got fired from my job in July. It was maybe it was a mutual parting. I'm a little bitter about it still, so I say I got fired. Whatever. Um, anyways, I ended up losing my job, right? And so I was just like, oh my god, like what am I gonna do? Kind of a thing. And it was remembering that six months prior to that, I said I'm gonna be out of Livingston, Montana, at the end of July. And then the be- beginning of July, it didn't look like I was gonna leave. And then uh-huh. that happens. And so wow. it's like being able to pay attention to those little things, though. It takes, I mean, it takes a lot of practice, but like it's following your intuition. Totally, yeah. absolutely. And just like yeah. hands off, like whatever is supposed to happen is gonna happen. Yeah. Like the yeah. people that I'm supposed to meet, the places I'm yes. supposed to go, like, and trusting that. You get so, it. so you put yeah. the idea out there in the universe, and, and when it didn't feel like it was gonna happen, 
um, it, it did in, in what most people would consider a negative thing. So I think that's an interesting like way to, to perceive what happens to us. Even the, the bad things, the negative things we can transform into our own journey, right? Yeah. I said earlier, not all those that wander are lost. Yeah, so totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Leads you to, leads you to now. And, um, I want to talk about your your you're working on new music. Yeah. I definitely want to dive into that. But beforehand, how would you describe your music to oh, people? I feel like that's every musician's like least favorite question. Ah, definitely, because we want to be so different. Which is why I wanted to ask it. <laughs> like hybrid jazz polka fusion with uh, right. That sounds really or, or interesting. How about I this? want to listen to that. <laughs> I love making up like random genres. Like I would want to hear what that sounds like. Just to hear what, like, how would you do that? Death yeah. metal ukuleles. Um, oh my god! Yes. I'm there. If somebody does that, let me know. I'm there. If you can dream it, that's the first step to yes. making it kind of happen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I would describe my genre as soul blues indie pop i think is what i would say soul blues indie pop. yeah all right i vibe with yeah. that it's also been a little difficult though just because like i have been playing solo for so many years um mm. and then wanting to now have a band or be a part of a band mm -hmm. and so my sound has been changing just even the way that i've been writing um okay. i think is mm. uh you know, different, you know, it's going to be similar, but it still is going to be different from the beer for breakfast album. Yeah. So I think a lot of that too, like I'll figure out a more concise I guess, <laughs> description. I um, love that. Yeah. Once I, once I have consistent like bandmates to jam with, cause they're going to influence my sound and I'm going to influence them. And, and it should, I think yeah. happen organically like that. Absolutely. Um, awesome. And, and, uh, so in that case, have you ever had any bands in the past? So I've, yeah, I've been a part of um, a couple different projects. The two um, major ones for, I think it was like two years, and I was a member of the Tom Petty Tribute Band. No way. Yes. It was wow. one of the coolest experiences ever. I originally came on as a backup singer, mm -hmm. um, was replacing another gal that they had that moved away, I think. And so replaced her, and then um, the the lead singer that they did have, which was a male, and he okay. ended up um, stepping down from that. And so then I got to be the front woman for that band, which was oh, such yeah. a cool experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It was really fun. And it was cool because, like, my my parents listened to Tom Petty when I was growing up. So it was like, you know, I knew the songs anyways, but really having to learn them in that way, um, you know, definitely influenced me a lot. So that and then um, right before I came um, down here, so when I was back up in Montana, I had just, just joined this um, 70s funk cover band. Yeah, I um, love it already. So much fun. Oh my God, you would love it so much. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot of fun. I call them, I call them the dads, actually. Because <laughs> it's me. That's great. And then I think the, I don't, I mean, I don't know how old they are exactly or whatever, but most of them all, you know, they have kids and some of the yeah. kids are my age or younger. And then, um, you know, the one guy that doesn't have any kids, but he has his little puppy that he takes care of. And so, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, we, I got dad band practice, <laughs> like, but they're great. Yeah. So those are, those are been the two uh, major projects I've been a part of. One thing that impressed me so much when I, when I first heard you perform at that open mic once upon a month ago, uh, was your your voice just kind of like whoa? It a very bluesy, like soulful, like sound. Um, I imagine it, you know, starting at ten, as you said, from voice. Like, what kind of led you to to that sound for your vocals? I don't know. <laughs> uh -huh. I think a big okay. thing. I think that's something that is really. 
um, that I'm very fortunate to have been able to have was uh-huh. I started voice lessons, yeah. right? And did theater and stuff when I was so young. Mm. So because I was so young and was able to learn the classical singing techniques. And mm-hmm. so I no- understand how to belt, may- have my voice be that powerful without injuring myself. Okay. Um, which I think is a, is a, I mean, like, I just know how to do it, like I said, because I was so okay. young when I was learning how to do that. So I think that that's something that was super big. And then, you know, my mom's jamming, like, Susan Tedetsky. And okay. then I, like, discovered Janis Joplin. And, like, there it is, right there. <laughs> yeah, okay. and so then that, and then it just, like, goes from there. <laughs> <laughs> what will your advice be for, like, new beginners that are starting to to do um, singing and stuff? I would find a voice teacher. And someone that um, that knows what they're doing, just because like they're so, it's so small, but it's so complicated, and like you can do such damage to it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just yeah, just like staying hydrated and finding a voice teacher, paying that money, you know, investing in yourself or your career in that way, yeah. for sure. Are you gonna do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah, what you're doing definitely. right now? Yeah. What about breathing? Breathing. Um, mm. I mean, your voice teacher will teach you that, I guess. But yeah, definitely with the with the diaphragm and and um, I mean, don't smoke cigarettes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that one of the songs on the album? Like, don't smoke cigarettes, man. No, but unless maybe you want to sound like one. Tom Waits, maybe, maybe on the next one. Do you want it? So I'll tell you. So I'll tell you okay. one of the songs that um, I, I don't think it's going to be on the next album because okay. it's just like in the works kind of a thing. Uh-huh. Um, but this is one that actually I came up with the line before I did the music part of it. Okay. Um, but the first nice. line of it is, "I'm running on coffee, cigarettes, and weed." <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Shout we'll out to everyone who identifies with that right now <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna say like. In a way, that kind of develops a distinct sound. Like maybe you know, I, I, I think of Tom Waits, you know, and he yeah. he had like that gravel, like like he kind of swallowed gravel. Yeah, like, I love yeah. Tom Waits' voice. I fucking love it so much. But it is, it definitely. So like, I smoke cigarettes. Um, yeah. Recognize that it's not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel so weird when I say this to people, and like especially on a thing where other people are going to hear it. But I'll hey. do it anyways. <laughs> um, there, you know, I've like smoked on and off for years mm-hmm. and I prefer the sound of my voice when I am smoking cigarettes mm, because I love it's like, deeper, I, right? like it is. And it has, I love that grit. Like I usually don't listen to female singers because I'm not, I'm not into soft women, I guess mm-hmm. is how like musically, you know, and like, that's great. And like, that's like, I just don't want to listen to it. Like, I'm not like trying to be disrespectful to anyone that does that, but mm-hmm. I just love that just like grit bourbon soaked okay. smoky <laughs> you know what and i kind of do as well yeah and, and it's so interesting though because uh, in terms of vocals and vocalists like you really do have to take care of your voice so it's interesting when when people kind of like i know everyone has their different traditions too before they mm-hmm. sing you know I, yeah. some of my best friends like would be in bands and they like maybe be drinking just green tea and yep. but then i had like another dude who like i'm just gonna eat tostadas before i sing and like yeah. layer a coat with like wow. i think a lot of it is just your own body though yeah. right like True. you're like whatever diet you have is gonna mm-hmm. affect my body differently than mm-hmm. it would your you know what i mean so i think a lot of it it's is like, just getting to know <clears throat> know your body i have a buddy who you know he takes um he's a professional musician and he takes voice lessons i think at least once a week and doesn't drink any alcohol before he plays okay. or during, like, while he's playing because it dehydrates you so much and uh, doesn't smoke or anything. And he's like, <laughs> the first time I saw you playing, I was like, 
she's drinking a beer and she sounds like that? And then we're hanging out later and he's like, she's smoking cigarettes and she sounds like that? So, en- just like, so envious. I was just, I'm she's, so sorry. She's a talented woman. Yeah. I'm lucky. I'm very fortunate very cool. or very foolish. <laughs> Let's find out. We'll, we'll have a retrospect. Well, we'll follow up in like five years. Like, Deal. all right. Yeah, that sounds Calista, good. Calista, five years later. How are those cigarettes? How's your skin? <laughs> it's okay. It's the best thing about the podcast is it's just all audio. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about. <laughs> Great. No one can see yeah, my that. leathery skin in five years <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> So so, tell me about this new album. How how uh, close is that coming? Aside from like getting the band together and recording, like the the songwriting part of it. So the songs are basically done. Um, there's like one that I have to do some like arrangement editing on, mm-hmm. um, but the songs are written, and I, yeah, I basically just need to have the band and do the practice and record and um you know just all of the and when you list it like that it sounds so easy oh oh my god not at all no i know i'm I'm being sarcastic well because the last album right the beer for breakfast album and it's just um you know just me and my acoustic guitar and it was recorded um live basically and so this is going to be not only a full band but we're doing the tracking on top of it and i want to like you know hopefully have like some saxophone on some tracks and hopefully have some like like harmonies and like that kind of stuff and and uh i'm the one that wrote all of this shit so i'm the one that has to think about all of this (laughs) it's it's a little overwhelming some days a little good problem to have though it is it really really is i mean it's like i i just feel really lucky to um you know be able to take it's been, I guess, the past like month and a half or two that, um, you know, I'm I'm living with excellent humans who love me and believe in me, and so I just get to, <laughs> yeah, do computer work and just, um, you know, write the write the charts and edit on the lyrics if I need to. So all of that's done, and now it's just the the final stages of recording, which recording is not easy at all. That's like an entirely different oh, beast. Absolutely. Like people don't recognize, it, and then they step into a booth or hear themselves on the mic for the first time, and they're like, whoa, what? Yeah what it's super trippy and i think a big thing too is like recording with like a click track or a metronome yes because like i never practiced with that and then i'm like you know shopping around for studios like calling people and one guy's like like he's like it's not a deal breaker but i highly recommend that you use a click track and at first i was like no like it takes the feeling out of it he gives me his (laughs) reasoning and he like sells me on it and so i've been practicing with it i was like girl your timing is not as good as you thought Yeah, but it has soul. Yeah, it's got soul, right? It has feeling. Um, That's yeah. great. Yeah. So, so for people listening right now who want to listen to your music, who haven't, and just want or just want to find you online, where can they do that? So, um, you can find me on cdbaby.com or bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you can purchase digitally, purchase the CD um, there, and you have to search Callista Sing. C-A-L-I-S-T-A space S-I-N-G. Some other musician by the name of Callista had the idea to just use her first name. Dang it. Like I had. Who invented that idea? (laughs) Right? Prince, Cher, Cher, Madonna. Madonna. (laughs) All of the greats. Um, Yeah, so you can find it on that. And then... um, and then for the next upcoming album, just for like updates and stuff, I mean, I'm on Instagram and okay. Facebook with that same, I mean, same search, Callista Sing. Callista Sing. Yep. Well, I hope you, you get some new fans here in the Southwest, and you're always welcome here, by the way. Thank you. Uh, if you're looking for shows, you know, we have a lot of musicians. Anyone right now listening who's in the scene, 
follow her and whenever she's in town we we can hook you up with shows yeah that'd be awesome yeah and uh so i'll be back here like yeah mid-december and i i think i'm gonna winter down here you guys (laughs) yes what winter exactly exactly there's no skiing (laughs) (laughs) well you can drive up to the mountain it's real though so no i don't want to (laughs) oh you don't want to okay well then you don't have to drive over there you know but i'll hang out in the desert (laughs) we have yes exactly that's one of the things i told you right now we're here in this room it gets a little warm but we are desert dwellers and that's what we do we 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 stand the heat yes so welcome is is what i'm saying and um do you have any advice for someone who wants to like start as a touring musician you know and it is so much work. It's so much fun. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, though, is that like you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you can do it. Because if you don't believe yes. it, it does not matter if anyone else does. Because that's you're great. the one that has to do great all the point. work. That's that's my biggest thing. Well, thank you very much for that advice. Yeah. 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 Did you have any other questions you wanted to ask? No. Not at all. Like, what's, oh. your, what's your Patronus or what's your... Uh... I don't know. Do you do you uh, dabble in any other artistic uh, mediums? I tried painting one time and okay. I was pretty bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be your cover art then for your next album, right? Is one of your paintings? Dude, that's a Dude, great idea. That's actually, a great idea. that's a pretty good idea. Boom! Happened here. Damn. Yeah, uh, I might I might consider that for sure. I think that'd be great. Um, anyway, so. Uh, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you for having me. It was so much podcast. fun. Um, thanks to Dana for sitting in. Thank You'll hear you. more <laughs> Thank from you her. Guys. You know, I hope. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and close things off. What do you What do you want to play for us here at the end? Um, I'm gonna play you a song called "Windowless Mind." What? It's a uh, wow! It's, what an image. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. on the. So can I tell you about it? Please, yeah, please do. Nice. So, um, uh. <laughs> This is a song that it started lyrically before it did musically. Okay. And so I'm living in Las Cruces. I think I'm like 20, like living in Las Cruces. You know, I was just working, partying, working playing it, music. Working it. Yeah. I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so my like alarm goes off in the morning. Right. And the first thought, the literally the first thought that goes through my head is I don't want to work today. I just want to lie in bed and waste away. And I was like, oh, damn. Hey. So I like, you know, Aww. scribble it down. Um, and it just kind of developed from there. So I really, I just really like that story of it because it is like inspiration. It just like happens sometimes and you just have to grab onto it. Okay. What do Amazing. you recommend for, for being shy? Like, how can you take that fear and how can you take it away? Like, mm. so I'm pretty shy, honestly. Um, but to me, like this is like, there's like work Callista and then there's like, personal Callista, you know, Mm. like they're two different things. And so like, I, I don't tell too many people, but I feel like I'm actually a pretty like kind, sweet, I'm very introverted person. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, yeah, Yeah. but the industry that you're trying to get into is not that way. And it's cutthroat sometimes, man. And so it's like, you get your bitch face and you get your, (laughs) like, I'm a business woman and this is what I'm trying to do. I mean, it is. It's like, and it's just like, I think a lot of it is just like figuring out how to be comfortable with yourself and like recognizing what your strengths are, but recognizing what your weaknesses are, recognizing what makes you uncomfortable and why. Is it avoidable? If it's not, how do you deal with it? Like a lot of it is just like the, yeah, just figuring out yourself. Wow. Thank you very know much. That. Yes. That's an amazing question. I'm glad. That was a really good I question. I mean, you, you just had the courage to just come up yeah. and ask it, yeah. you know, like that's. 
The first step. Yeah, that was a good one. facing with right now. Yeah. Hmm. I hope you you many, many more successes in your musical journey. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so, uh, yo, check it out. So we're going to end off. I think it's good to start with music and end with music, you know? Okay. This is... <clears throat> thanks again for coming on the Beat Woman's podcast. Thanks, Diana. Diana. <laughs> Callista. My name is Rich. Here is Callista with Windowless Mind. I don't want to work today. I just want to lie in bed and waste away. I don't want to hurt today. I just want to take my feet and fly away. I don't want to love today. I just want to steal a heart and run away. Cause the sunlight can't make it to this windowless mind. Well, I don't want to drink today. I just want reality to go away. I don't want to cry today. I just want to crack a smile and look away. I don't wanna laugh today. I just want to destroy it all, then throw you away. Cause the sunlight can't make it to this windowless mind. Well, I don't want to die today. I just want to cause a crash and walk away. I don't want to know today I just want to feel your words and fade away I don't want to live today I just want to take my world and give it away Cause the sunlight and these cold, lonely walls, yeah, the sun shine. It just can't make it to this windowless mind. Well, every day it's like this. Every day I wonder, am I really gonna live to see tomorrow? Every day it's like this. Day I wonder, am I really gonna make it to tomorrow? Every day it's like this, oh, oh. every day I wonder, how in the hell we're gonna live to see tomorrow? I said, every day it's like this.
everything we wanted. Are we really gonna make it to tomorrow? I don't want to be alive today, but I don't have anywhere else that I can stay. I could be alone every day. I don't need someone to tell me that I'll be okay in this windowless. Bye.